Hello, you're listening to season two of the Living Library radio podcast series. The Living Library is a multimodal storytelling program of the New Canadian Centre Peterborough that aims to share human stories of immigration and integration. In this series, you'll meet six newcomers living, working, and building their lives in Peterborough and Northumberland in Ontario, Canada. They hail from El Salvador, Peru, Syria, and Venezuela and have many stories to share with you. This series is produced by the New Canadian Centre in partnership with Trent Radio. And now, here's your host, Jill Stavely. Thank you, Bisham. Yep, it's me, Jill Stavely, Director of Programming at Trent Radio 92.7 CFFFFM, and your host for Season 2 of the Living Library Radio Podcast Series. This week, we'll meet Esther... Isa Nodigi, a newcomer from Peru. She'll tell us her story, followed by an interview. Hi, my name is Esther, Esther in Spanish. I am originally from Peru, South America. I'm going to share with you part of my story when I arrived in Canada. Seven years ago, My family and I began an adventure when my husband and I received an invitation to work here in Peterborough, Ontario. It was February when we took a flight in Peru, the hottest month of the year in Lima, the city where we are from. And that day, the temperature was around 28 degrees Celsius. Eight hours later, we arrived in Toronto with minus 15 absolutely crazy for us as we never experienced that cold weather ever. But the weather was not the only thing I had to learn about Canada. First, of course, I had to learn the language. As a mom of three kids, I was not worried about my children learning a second language. As we all know, kids are quick learners and my husband already speaks English. That's why he got the job. But what about me? Oh, that was a challenge. But at that moment, the great challenge was to keep my kids speaking in Spanish as we didn't want them to forget it. That's why we had new rules at home about the language. Not English at home. Only Spanish because we knew that for our kids being at school the whole day speaking English would be easier just to keep speaking it at home, right? Well, the second rule was not to speak Spanish while in public. Why? Well, that was one way for us to show that we really care and we wanted to be part of our community in this place as our new home. But those family rules were not helpful to me in terms of learning English. So while my kids were at school, I spent my day trying to learn the language. Oh, yes, it was a real challenge to me because I could understand some English, but speaking, huh? that's another story to tell. The only way I had to connect with people was nodding and smiling. (laughs) Once my husband and I, we went for some groceries and we were at the register. 
the lady was passing the products through the scanner. Beep, beep, beep. And at the end, she looked at me and said, okay, tap when you are ready. And what do you think I did? Oh, yes, I nodded and smiled. <laughs> then an awkward silence while the lady kept looking at me, waiting. And my husband whispered to me in Spanish, you didn't get what she said, right? Uh, ni una sola palabra, not a single word. Language was definitely a number one challenge to me. But we were learning not only the language, but also the culture. Getting ready to get our kids to the school bus in the middle of the winter. Oh, gloves, snow pants, coat, hat, scarf, boots, a new whole routine we were not trained for. Our kids were five, seven, and 10 at that time. And for all of us, dressing properly just to go outside and walk to the school bus stop was a thing. One morning, the whole family were in a rush to leave the house and walk the three blocks to the school bus stop. Hurry, hurry! When we finally got ready and when we opened the front door, the snow was so high that when we stepped on it, it reached until our knees. It was gorgeous though. Anyway, everything was perfectly covered by the white snow. You couldn't notice where the road or the sidewalks were as the whole street was all at the same level because of the snow. We were going to be the first steps on that beautiful snowy blanket. We started walking a little bit worried as we were moving way slowly than usual. And we realized that we could miss the bus. So we tried to walk as fast as we could. Tired, sweating, we finally got to the school bus stop. And we waited and waited and waited. And the school bus never came. Oh no, we missed the bus, we thought. Well, let's walk up to the school. We walked the whole way to the school. Once there, my husband and I left our kids and we started walking back home. So exhausting. A couple of hours later, we received a phone call from the school and the lady asked, I just wanted to be sure that you will be coming to pick up your kids. We were surprised for that question. And we said, well, we thought that they could come back home in the school bus as usual. And she replied, well, school buses don't run on snow days. And yes, that's actually how we learn about the snow days in Canada. Hmm. Recycling inside and outside shoes, shoveling snow in winter, raking leaves in fall, gardening in spring, 
how to survive mosquitoes in summer. Wow. Today, I am able to look back and laugh. But I remember that those days I was scared. I had continuous fight with my own thoughts, thinking all the time about the possibility of being rejected and not be able to be accepted in this new life I was living. I was terrified of sending my kids to school, wondering if they would be able to have a good time with all these huge changes. Without an appropriate basic English level, I was afraid of the simple fact of expressing myself properly. I was in constant fear and feeling anxious most of the time. I spent almost every day at the new Canadian Center, not only learning the language, but also the culture. The great team of volunteers working there, helping newcomers as me to feel welcomed and supporting us while introducing us to our new community, they gave us the opportunity of growing in knowledge and in self-confidence while enjoying in a safe environment that it is okay to be yourself with your own roots, your own flavors, your own culture. I have been a volunteer at the New Canadian Center even when I didn't speak the language. But being a witness of how hard they work in the community to build in our society was the best inspiration to want to be part of that great team. Today, we are so proud of being part of our community because here is where we belong, because this is home. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Esther. Could you tell us what brought you to Canada? What brought you to Peterborough? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, actually, uh, we came to Canada because my husband received an invitation to work here and the whole family came together. So here we are enjoying Peterborough. <laughs> had you ever imagined living in Peterborough before you were given that invitation or had you imagined living in Canada before you were given that invitation? To be honest, it was the second time my husband received the invitation the first time, it was a huge no, thank you. <laughs> uh, we were a little bit afraid of traveling that far from our family and our, you know, our culture. But the second time it was different. Something was a click. And yes, we accepted to come and we are loving it. Yes. When you got to Peterborough, how did you find the new Canadian Center? Like, how did you discover the new Canadian Center? Well, actually, uh, we uh, learned about the New Canadian Centre before arriving in Canada. Yes, one of the volunteers at the New Canadian Centre, he knew we were coming, we were moving, and he sent us the information about the organisation. It was really great to know that we were having a place to go if we were, you know, hesitating about whatever it was in our heads. It's, it's sometimes very scary to go to a new country, especially when you don't know the language, right? Because you, you don't have the tools to express yourself. It was scary, but knowing that we had that 
the new Canadian Center closed was definitely a huge relief for us. <laughs> for your children, so you moved here with your husband and three young children. You said they were five, eight, and 11? Five, seven, and 10. Yeah, five, seven, and 10. <laughs> What was it like for your kids settling in Canada? What kinds of differences did they notice? Well, we arrived, first of all, with lots of snow. We, we don't have snow at all in the city where we are from. So they were so happy just jumping in the snow and, you know, enjoying. Even when it was so cold, I was like, ooh. But they were just enjoying the, the nature around. And it was a very nice impression I had to having nature yes surrounding you it was beautiful for my kids the transition here was very very easy I have to say but it was thank you again to the new Canadian center yes they did a great job they knew we were arriving here and they had already an appointment for all of us the next day we arrived in Canada so we had the opportunity of going to the school, meet the principal, the teachers, and my kids, they went to their future classes to meet the teachers and their classmates. And they were even waiting for them with cards and welcome signs. And it was just perfect. And of course, that helped me as a mom to see that my kids were going to be safe, right? Because they were welcome here. So all that job was thanks uh, to the connection with the New Canadian Centre. It was through them. Yes. As a mother, we do often tend to take care of our children before we take care of ourselves. And yes. I'm, I know you said <laughs> that your husband already spoke English mm-hmm. and you, you had these plans sorted out for your children where they would speak English at school and Spanish at, at home. Mm-hmm. And that didn't provide you an opportunity to learn English How did you find the time to take care of yourself and to learn to speak in English? Well, I have to say that this is going to sound like an advertisement for the New Canadian Centre. (laughs) I'm so grateful that I found them since the very beginning because I didn't speak English at all. And because my kids were at school the whole day, my husband was working. I had the whole day available for me. I went to the New Canadian Center almost every day. I took every single class, every single opportunity to be there to keep learning. And in the beginning, it was hard because I didn't get a word. I was totally lost. But volunteers there help you so much. They are so kind with us when we don't get what they are saying, that you feel confident, you feel safe here. So I kept coming every day. And that's how actually I can have this conversation with you. (laughs) Because before I couldn't say anything. (laughs) You speak so highly of the volunteers at the New Canadian Centre as and everyone who has benefited from the services there. But you're now a volunteer yourself at the New Canadian Centre. Yes, I am. Can you tell me about that and what it means in your life? Well, I had that beautiful experience as a newcomer, feeling all those emotions, being afraid, being, you know, 
probably feeling a little bit uh, depressed because you were living your own country, your own roots, having my family away, my parents, my siblings, leaving everything behind. Coming here, I felt so welcome. I didn't learn just English. I learned how to enjoy life, how to enjoy my new life. And that's why I speak so well about the volunteers here, because they do a fantastic job. And with that experience, of course, I want to share that with newcomers. I want to be part of that welcome card for them, right? So that's why I'm so encouraged to do more things. I want to be part of them. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> What a gift to be able to gain so much and give back so much to your mm -hmm. community with the resources. And so, I mean, for the past year and a half, everything's been so different. How has your family navigated COVID-19? How has it impacted your family not being able to go to the new Canadian Centre every day or not being able to send your kids to school? Wow. Well, that affected all of us, right? In our case, as newcomers, again, it's a little bit different because we have so many friends and family away. We are kind of used to have these conversations online and, you know, be connected. And, but at the same time, it was harder because we saw like far away, we were not going to be able to visit them or the opposite, right? They are not able to come to visit us for a while now. And sometimes I, I hear people complaining because they can't visit somebody like to the other city, but we don't see our parents for years now being in this situation. We are just grateful that we are in a place where there's so many ways to be safe and the community is responsible enough. Most of them, they try hard to keep a healthy environment around, right? So that help us to, you know, to keep our heads up and think, come on, we are in a good place. People here think about you. They are taking care of themselves because they are taking care about you doing that, right? So um, it was different, but at the same time, we are grateful to be here and not suffering the things in our own country, they are suffering because of the, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We are safe. We are safe and we are grateful because of that. Yeah. How long have you been in Canada now? Oh, wow. We arrived in February 2014. It's been seven years so far. Yeah. So you've had the opportunity to learn a lot about living in Peterborough and living in Canada. Oh, yes. Yes. Maybe, yes. you're, maybe you're an expert now. Oh. <laughs> If you want to learn something about your city, you have to volunteer there because it's a very nice way to be connected with the people here. And we, um, I volunteer for so many years now. And my daughter, the oldest one, She had to do her high school hours, you know, volunteer hours. 
and she asked me to volunteer with me at the New Canadian Center. And I, I was encouraging her to go with her friends, right? Well, who wants to volunteer with her mom when she has her friends? But she said, no, mom, I want to be with you because every time you go to uh, volunteer somewhere else with the New Canadian Center, you come back home exhausted, but so happy. I want that. I want to see why are you so happy? <laughs> so she was with me volunteering the past uh, years. And yeah, it's a great way to learn about the community. And you, you are involved with the real stuff when you are volunteering. Yes. What a wonderful example you're able to set for your children, the strength that you've had in navigating a new country and learning a new language and giving so much of your own time in a way that's meaningful and your kids can see it and they want to be part of that. What a wonderful gift you're giving to your children. Oh, well, I'm, I'm giving what I received. I received kindness from my friends here in Piro, and I'm now it's my turn to give. <laughs> what other advice would you have for someone who's trying to adapt to a new place? It's a scary situation. You can get nervous and you can feel alone. Other than volunteering, what are some pieces of advice that you would have? Well, I definitely would uh, recommend to look for a place uh, like the like I found the new Canadian Center, and you can see that there's other people living the same situation than you. You are not alone. We all are afraid when we just arrive, and the fear lasts sometimes for years. It all depends on how everybody process this new change, right? Mm -hmm. But it's part of it's part of our new life. And we are not alone. It, there's always somebody who can help you, who can support you. And you deserve better. Don't be afraid of asking. I remember one of the volunteers in my English class. I was uh, struggling with something. And she noticed that I was different that day. And she approached me and she said, are you okay, Esther? And I told her what I, I was dealing with. And at the end, she said, don't be afraid of asking. There's answers for everything. And there's always people who is willing to help. So don't be afraid. And yes, don't be afraid. We are here for you. <laughs> the title of your talk in the Living Library is Peterborough is a Drop of Heaven. What is it about Peterborough that makes it a drop of heaven for you? Well, when I was in Lima in Peru, I was living a life where I thought it was normal to feel what I was feeling. And I had uh, constantly panic attacks and anxiety. And I felt alone many times, even when I was with people, even when I was with my family. And But I had that feeling and I was all the time thinking, uh, in a rush, like no time for me at all. Lima, it's a big city. It's a beautiful place to visit, but I was struggling a lot. And I didn't realize that until I got here to Peterborough. When I arrived here, 
for me was a totally new world. It is a new world for us. You can enjoy nature. It's just across the street. Sometimes you give that for granted. Don't, please. Because there's people like me who live uh, different situations and we don't have the beautifulness like here. It's awesome to breathe. You can breathe here. Literally, emotionally, you can breathe. You can feel free. And part of that uh, freedom It's how people in Canada treat you. My community helped me a lot. My neighbors welcomed me um, since the beginning. They were very kind with me since the beginning without knowing me. They were happy to see me, to say hello. And those little details help a lot uh, to people like me, right? Because you feel like you are part of this. You can be part of this. Come on, let's try, right? So for me, it was a drop of heaven still. I enjoy every single day here in Peterborough because I don't miss, I love my country, but I don't miss uh, living there. Everything here is just warming my heart and I am so grateful that I can have my family safe growing in a beautiful environment and knowing that they can have a better future here. What has it been like being part of the Living Library project for over a year now? What has this experience been like for you and why was it important for you to share your story? Well, sharing with the Living Library project was a huge challenge for me. Some people, they don't know that I have anxiety. It's really hard for me to speak in public. So to me, it was like um, going against that, you know, to face one of my greatest fears. So it was a huge challenge. I'm so grateful because that it's helping me to win this battle. (laughs) And why I'm sharing my story with them, it's because as we, we said before, we want people to know that it's not easy for us to be a newcomer. It's hard. Sometimes we make mistakes, um, not only because of the language, but because we are totally new in this culture. But it's not because we don't care. It's because we don't know. We are learning. We want to know. We want to be part of this. Just uh, give us the opportunity. And we, we have a bag with fears coming to a new country. So I want to share that we really want to be part of the community. We are all the time trying, trying hard. But please, here we are trying again. And don't be afraid if you are a newcomer, because we are all in this together, right? And it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that you've been able to share your story of courage because courage isn't about not being afraid. Courage is being afraid and still having the confidence to try something new or to do something anyways. And I'm grateful for your story of courage and perseverance. (laughs) And I'm grateful that you're in our community. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. 
thank you, Jill. Thank you to you. And thank you as part of the community because you inviting me. I feel very, you know, this feeling of being welcome here is now greater. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You can learn more about the Living Library Project by visiting the New Canadian Centre's website at www.nccpeterborough.ca forward slash living library. The music used in this series was performed and recorded by local musician and multi-instrumentalist Matthew Watson.